We all have at least one friend who specializes not only in getting into trouble, but also, somehow, getting out of it. When I was in college, this friend was named Douglas Diamond. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely that guy. The one story that everyone remembers is the story of the parking tickets. Do you remember how it started? Do you remember your first ticket? Uh, absolutely. It was actually the very first day of school. It was move-in day, and there was a spot where the yellow had worn off of the curb. So I parked there, and I moved some stuff in, and when I came back out, had a ticket. So within 15 minutes of coming to Chicago, I had my first parking ticket. So I actually contested that, and a month went by, and I heard nothing back. And so I started digging a little bit, and I found out that they did something different with the out-of-state cars. They didn't have records of me having tickets. So I felt like at that point that I had pretty much gotten away scot-free. It started to occur to me that I could actually take advantage of this to park anywhere I wanted to, anytime I wanted to. I, I, was, I was invulnerable. Was there any question in your mind that you shouldn't do this? Like, no, yes. Like, no. Did... No, there wasn't. There's so many places you could park illegally, right in front of the signs where you're at the edge of the curb, behind them, in front of fire hydrants, all sorts of opportunities to, to park right where you need to be. Is anyone, any of your friends, saying, hey, Doug, it's only a matter of time before the city catches up with you, maybe you should cool it? No, because they were all reaping the benefits. Cold out? Raining out? Hey, let, let Doug drive. We can be right at the door of the restaurant we want to go to. And, you know, you get you get a ticket here, you get a ticket there, and you don't really think much about it. But, you know, it was, it was probably around 30 or 40 tickets uh, sometime around the end of the first year when I found out there actually was this list that the city of Chicago publishes for the top 100 parking scoff laws. Presumably as some sort of a way to shame them into paying for their tickets. And that's kind of where it went off the tracks. The lady at 100 had just over $11,000 in parking tickets. And I felt like that was an achievable goal. This changes the whole strategy, right? You know, before it was just a matter of convenience. But now I, I, I wanted tickets, so things started to get a little more creative. You've got $50 for an alleyway, $125 for a fire hydrant. Blocking a pedestrian walkway is, uh, is $100. Wait, back up, because you, you just said fire hydrant? Well, I saw a picture on the internet once where they punched a hole through these guys' windows to run the fire hose through the car. So I figured if there was a fire, they'd just do that. I'm not actually endangering anybody. Did you, do you honestly believe that? Yeah. Additionally, the there was this neighbor guy who had a handicap spot, like, specially for him. How can you possibly justify that? Now, in my defense, I saw this guy walking a couple times. He didn't look like he had much of a limp, so I thought... <laughs> didn't have much of a limp? Well, he had a cane, but he wasn't really using it most of the time, so I figured, whatever. Wait, well, what if he's in chronic pain, Doug? What if you, you know, what if you... If it's chronic, then it's not going to get any worse just because I stole his parking spot. And handicap tickets are the most expensive tickets, so... <laughs> In the back of your mind, you, you must have known that there would be a day of reckoning. Well, there was certainly a fear that there would be real repercussions if I got caught, if, if it caught up to me. I thought that that could get real bad. I, I would occasionally have nightmares about it. 
you know, I would have this dream where my car would get towed and my parents would find out and I'd get in huge trouble. And then my car got towed. I, I'm actually parked legally uh, this day. I, I'm parked right across the street. I walk out the front door of the, of the apartment building and it's not there. So at that point, how much money had you racked up? Pretty close to $9,000. I've got less than 1000 in the bank account. And, you know, at that point, you know that something has gone horribly wrong when you're actually hoping that somebody has stolen your car. <laughs> because that would be the better option. So I go down to the impound, and I wait in line for a nerve-wracking hour and a half. So I get up to the window, and I ask the guy how much it's going to be and he says $125. My registration was out of date. It was a feeling of pure elation. <laughs> I mean, you feel like this is a gift. He says this and uh, Ode to Joy and the Hallelujah Chorus are playing simultaneously in my head as I think, holy crap, I can afford to pay it. I've been given a second chance. And at that point, I thought I was ahead and I thought it was time to quit. That didn't last very long. Why, why didn't it last very long? <laughs> I, I, I don't want to use the addiction analogy where you just kind of slip back into it, but that's kind of what it was. It starts a little bit here, a little bit there, and before you know it, you know, you're back parking in handicap spots. Thank you so much, Douglas Diamond. Thank you so much for convincing us all that people who do the right thing are a bunch of chumps. Thank you so much. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.